Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. Schaefer. And I'm Leah Bross. And this is Movie Virgins. And today we're going to talk about space, the final frontier, and also the space-time continuum and all the other nonsense that played into this movie. Wormholes and black holes, because we're going to talk about Event Horizon, one of the scariest fucking movies I have ever seen. A movie that disturbed me so much that I didn't want to watch it again, but I did. I did watch it again last night. And then this morning at breakfast, I was reading through the IMDb, IMDb synopsis, and I had to stop because it was fucking me up. Because I'm really fucked up about this movie. That is unusual. Yeah. I would say this is, like, The Exorcist is really scary to me, but this is probably up there with The Exorcist in terms of, like, how disturbed I was about it. Um... So how, I, But how old were you when you saw it? So, picture this. I'm picturing. 18, 19-year-old Leah, first days of college, and... Um, long, long ago. <laughs> in my dorm room on the eighth floor of Schurz Hall at Mizzou, and I was watching... I spent... So, I have a lot of stories about my freshman year of college, and a lot of them are pretty typical college stories, but I spent a lot of time alone in my room because my roommate... Bria, who was a sweet, wonderful person, was also a golden girl, and she also had a boyfriend who I think was still at home or at a different college, so she was gone on the weekends a lot. So I was alone on the weekends a lot, and I had already had a habit, a bad movie, late night movie habit. Can I just say, also, it cracks me up when you say golden girl, because I just picture Sophia and Dorothy. (laughs) No, at Mizzou, they're like the pom-pom squad cheerleaders, the dancers, they're the dance squad. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I was alone and I already had picked up a really bad habit of watching movies in late into the evening um in my summers during high school so and there was a a campus movie network called uh it was called Ren I know there was something okay. was it like Residence Hall Entertainment Vicky Network used or to something? record movies for me yes. and give them to me yes so they were playing like new movies older movies and um it's so like one night my friend who lived in a dorm across, um, she was my best friend, she lived in a dorm across campus from me. She called me in my dorm, because this was before cell phones, right? So she calls me at the dorm phone um, in my room, and she, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm watching the Joy Luck Club and crying. And she's like, oh my god, Aww. me too. So I've, such a good movie. I was introduced to a lot of really great movies, um, thanks this. to Ren. And, and this. So I'm alone at night in the residence hall, like in the eighth floor of Schur's, you know, in my shitty dorm bed, and I decided to watch this movie, and it fucked me up real bad. I, like, I'm a huge fan of movies, and my, most of my experience with Sam Neill was at Jurassic Park. Sure. Sweet Dr. What's-His-Face from Jurassic Park. Grant. And here he shows up, and he gets all fucked up, and I'm just like, 
fuck this movie. Much how uh, in the movie Lawrence Fishburne says, fuck this ship. Which is such a stupid thing to say. It really is. Well, and the other thing I love about this, and I... This movie is such a 90s movie. It made me so happy to watch it again. I think it held up really well, but... Oh, you do? <laughs> I do. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on one second. I, I have to interject something here. Um, at the beginning of the film, mm. I, I think it says that in by 2015... But there were twenty fifteen colonists. Yeah, colonized the moon. <laughs> but you think it holds up really well. I feel like if watching it, there's some really beautiful shots. And um, I do think... So a lot of movies, space movies, you know, you're watching them and it just doesn't... It's, so, like, I feel like Jurassic Park held up really well. I don't... I think, no, I think yeah, that's it, yeah. I think looking at it, it, you could make that same movie today and people would be like, this is a great movie. And I feel like there's a lot of practical effects in this movie. There's no CGI bullshit. I mean, I think there is some with the big space shots, but... All the floating stuff was just horrid looking. Really? Yeah. Like, really bad. You didn't think that was... Yes. No, I thought it looked good. Like, was this a 3D movie? Because it looked like it was <laughs> it did. a 3D. There were some things that... It might have been... Also, for... I'm pretty sure that even though everything was frozen in that ship, I'm pretty sure there was the sound of sloshing water <laughs> as the water bottle went by. Oh, so, actually, I didn't... Okay, so they fucked that up. I'm but, just saying. But, so... But there's so many things about it that are kind of 90s, like... The Cooper character, like, trying to get back to the ship after he gets blasted out into space. And he has to, like... So bad. It was so bad. And he's got so many cheesy jokes. Do you know what else was really 90s? What? The fact that this spaceship was so shitty. Like, really, the, the, the military can't afford new chairs. They have to duct tape them together. And that was a really 90s thing where, like, all the space movies, everything was just janky as hell in all of the spaceships. Like, think back to Alien and the way that the oh, ships looked. but didn't it feel like Alien to you? Kind of like that... Did it feel like it was trying to rip off Alien a little bit? Yeah, 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 I think maybe. Um, And another movie that it reminds me of, and this movie was made, I think, a few years after Event Horizon, Ghost Ship. Oh. (laughs) Because Event Horizon is like a ghost ship. I mean, it is. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) It's, in my mind, ghost ship in space. Anyway. Maybe there's maybe there's something. So to that. I'm I, because okay, I have thoughts, but before <laughs> before I share my thoughts, I'm very um, perplexed. Yeah. As to what it was that scared me, just destroyed you. Yeah. So aside from the whole Sam Neill thing, where he just kind of goes crazy, and then um, his the the bo- so body horror bothers me. I have a problem with body horror. I've seen some other movies where that's that's kind of that gore and body horror stuff. Texas, not so much the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but um, you know that scene in Silence of the Lambs where he's kind of uh, flayed the guy and he's hanging in that cell yeah. and he's like his Which guts Which is what this reminded out. me of. Though. Right. That kind of shit really fucking bothers me. Add to that that they have gone to another dimension and the ship has come back mm-hmm. and is haunted for lack of a better, better term or oh, no, it's alive there's something going on with the ship and you get that first you get that fucking creepy audio which is terrifying which we just so happen to have some like former pilot turned astronaut who speaks fluent latin and and how did they not um how did they not uh, translate that beforehand there are a lot of things about this movie that are fucked up did, uh, that yeah. are messed up don't get me wrong uh, yeah. so the the fucked up audio and then you, they play the ship's log which is even more fucked up which i'm curious so okay this might i probably shouldn't say this oh boy but was when it, i did saw, it turn you on the ship's no, log no it didn't turn me on <laughs> but i definitely felt like when i saw it i had a moment of like oh shit what's that and then it stopped and i was like wait come back play more i 
want to know what's going well, on Well, then here. you'll be happy to know, and I don't know that we're ever going to get to see it, but the movie was initially made to be much, much longer. I know. With a lot more of that shit and in there. And I believe, because I also read trivia, honestly, I was hoping that the trivia would tell me that this was made as a joke or something. It no, didn't. this is a very serious Yeah, it was, it was a very <laughs> serious film. Um, but, <laughs> but it did say in there that they had a bunch and then found that it was really poor quality, yeah. so I don't think it ever will be fully released. I can imagine, like, a an interdimensional space orgy where people poke each other's eyes out and sodomize well, each other each with other pipes and, and eat each yeah, other and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, I don't need to see it. I it mean, was just, yeah. it was, what was interesting to me about it was it felt like now, had this movie been made now, that would have actually been a lot longer. Oh, I think, I think Like, so it felt too. weird that it, it got, cut so off so It initially fast. got an NC-17 rating, and I think... Things are a little more relaxed now. I and guess. people are showing more fucked up shit. And, but I mean, it was, it, yeah, I guess so. But I also like that there wasn't as much in there. Because that leaves more to the imagination and, and it makes it more creepy, I feel. I feel like they, they there was just enough in this movie. The other thing that really fucks me up, uh, so the guy getting his guts spilled all over, out everywhere, and it's fucking Jason Isaacs, which oh, is just Jason depressing. Um, and then the young guy, played by Jack Noseworthy, who, oh my god. Uh, he's like the poor man's John Bon Jovi. Why was he even there? Uh, baby, like he doesn't even there. He's not even like a, a soldier or anything. He's no. Mister. So he's an engineer. He's an engineer. If you read the the no, he's not. He's like twelve years old. I, he's Justin. just some kid they picked up. Somewhere. I think Mister Justin is what older men refer to younger guys. They call them Mister. So and so. I'm just dumb. Yeah. So anyway, um, his that moment where he goes into the airlock. And he's obviously possessed, and he's having this moment of, like, it's the darkness or whatever, and he's going to open, and he's going to basically mm-hmm. kill himself, um, which is a question I have for later. Who had the worst death in this movie? Because I feel like there are some pretty bad deaths in this movie. Mm. Um, then that moment where he, like, comes to, and he, he's saying he doesn't want to die, and he's mm-hmm. freaking out. That's scary. So there's this demonic presence. Demons scare me. Mm-hmm. It's in space. Space fucks me up. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with space. Okay. Um, like Gravity, I thought it was a dumb movie, but it also scared the shit out of me. Um, and the fact that you could be hurtling through space in a spacesuit that's about going to run out of oxygen just terrifies me. Oh, but no, it's fine because all you have to do is turn off your oxygen; it will immediately propel you, <laughs> and then you can get into miles. Right. To- <laughs> and this giant spaceship, everybody always is right where everybody else needs them oh, to be. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, totally and then, convenient. and then the the uh, the whole Sam Neill thing, but it the the clip and the audio. Of whatever happened on the ship to to the 18-person crew who was originally on the Event Horizon, that really messed me up. Um, there were some really creepy visuals. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of it. And, honestly, I'd seen some scary movies, but this might be the first... I don't know. This might be the first real bad, gory, horror, thriller sci-fi movie I'd ever seen huh. and I was by myself okay 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 I um I did not have a similar experience when you had so had, I watched it last night okay so that was the first time you'd seen it yeah okay because you did say you were like maybe I'll watch it and then I will remember that I, had I wondered it. yeah because I mean obviously every well about everybody but most people I think have heard of it and I knew all the people and I vaguely remember little bits and pieces and things so I wondered if I had seen it and just forgotten I don't think that I've seen it I didn't recognize anything mm-hmm. um I oh dear <laughs> I was not particularly creeped out I was not scared I was at times bored <laughs> I was definitely 
um, irritated with the stupidity mm-hmm. <laughs> of it all. Um, yeah, I didn't. I mean, it was all right for what it was, mm-hmm. whatever it was. I found it to be rather schlocky. It moves so quickly. So I thought that I might get bored watching it again because sometimes space movies can be boring. Um, but it moved so quickly. And see, I think that's part of the the way that you and I differ too. I actually, as long as the long drawn out parts are still well done Mm -hmm. I like that I like that kind of of spacing um so the silence that you get in Alien I think is far more effective and creepy than any of the imagery that we got out of Event Horizon Alien is a better movie Aliens is I think everybody would agree with that yeah better movies um I guess I just I, I feel like the in-your-face kind of gore stuff doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Like, it doesn't really bother me on any kind of uh, visceral level. And feel, it doesn't scare me. It doesn't freak me I out. I don't feel like, so, um, have you seen uh, Green Inferno or really anything that Eli Roth has done? I mean, uh, I, like tried, I tried to watch Hostel and it was so yeah, dumb and Hostel boring. I fast-forwarded through most Actually, of it. Actually, Hostel 2 is way better than the other Hostels, if you ask me. Mm. Um, but Cabin Fever, that kind of shit. There's gore, but it's gratuitous, and, yeah. um, like... I, but like, I feel like this was gratuitous, too. Like, um, why is I his face I, all cut up? Where did that come from? Well, we just wanted to make cuts. Right, sure. He's digging out... Okay, also, <laughs> he digs out his own eyes. Don't understand why he sews them back up, but sure, fair, whatever. You sew them up. Mm-hmm. And then his response as to what happened to your eyes is, like, you don't need eyes where we're going. I don't need eyes a lot of the time, but I like to keep them. But that gives me no reason for me to dig them out of my face. I still don't understand why you would do that. And why is he bald when he comes back? Well, okay. So He's that's, cut up and his hair's gone. I just don't that's get just, The ship brought him back. It gave and him it his eyes him, back it and it brought him, brought him back, him back in like, that weird kind of... So I think some of this was like an homage to Hellraiser 2 a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, I, I think I that was definitely... think so, but Didn't you not... The, the line where he's, it's where we're going, we don't need eyes to see... And I'm like, this is like where we're going. We don't need roads. Yeah. So many weird things like that that kind of were kind of goofy and silly. Um, I didn't feel like it was gratuitous. I really didn't. So his costume at the end is maybe a, makeup gr- in the end is really schlocky and silly, but um, and I think that's more. They I mean, went. It's there. not necessarily. Although I do think the death scene with Jason Isaacs is gratuitous because there was no reason for that like but you nothing... don't even see his chest getting split open no and you i don't mean, hear it i don't mean the gore was gratuitous i mean the reason what was the reasoning behind this demon ship wanting to flame okay him? so if you if like you that that's i think the problem think I have is about none of it makes sense think about ghost ship okay let's think about <laughs> ghost ship now, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of joking but sort of not there's it's collecting souls it wants people in this dimension or it's just the dimension has driven because the whole time I also read in, did you see in the trivia where it said, like, they wanted to make The Shining in space or whatever? Uh, yeah, I saw that it said that. Right. And so I was Sam like, Neil, well, that was a fail. The whole time, and I remember thinking this the first time I watched it, too. So he's been having these nightmares about his wife who killed herself. Which also, curious, just out of just out of curiosity, why is she still wearing her underwear? Like, I'm going to get totally naked to slip because my wrist, but sh- I'm going to still wear my Because we can underwear. show you nips, but we can't show you gash. So, yeah, j- just have her keep her clothes on. Like, it I made know. it weird. I know. But we needed some boobs. Did you, though? We did. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had some nice boobs. Solid. I mean, okay. 
doesn't matter. She's dead. I always wanted to see Sam Nail cuddling up to a lady's naked chest. Am I the only one also who thought how strange it is that Sam Neill was like 40 in this? Not oh an God. not an old man. He has a weird body. But dude. yes, he his has, body is super old. He has man weird. old man body. He's so fucking weird. That's and what like, I kept thinking. Like he's the, not even that old, but he still has old man body. I feel like that's maybe a British thing. It's <laughs> or wait, about that. he's not even British though. He's it's Australian. Australian. <laughs> um, yeah, no, his body is super weird, which just added to the awkwardness of the opening of the movie. I right? know, like it was yeah. very strange. I also loved the they open up and he he's trying to get to know people, but nobody wants to talk to him and. And then they get inside these gravity pods, and 56 days later, they're orbiting Neptune, and they get out, and then we can make our introductions. I was yeah, like, that seems such really a weird. weird but can I, we? Can you at least like acknowledge my existence and know my name before you? But, and they put kind me of explain stasis. it in the trivia, and like on like it's that they there was a reason for it. it was that they were rushing to get to this ship, and so really they couldn't get to, and everybody had been pulled away from their shore leave. So suddenly, um, and that's why, so there's a reason why. But I just thought it was a really weird, strange, awkward thing. Yeah. Old man body. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff about this movie that I feel like it moves way too fast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then everybody that, just believes every, like, it's yes. like, yes. they just accept it. It's like, there's something going on with this shit, man. And then they just trust it. I don't know. It's too easy. There's way too many easy things that happen. The part where um where Lawrence Fishburne is talking about the guy he left behind to get burned up. Mhm. And he's the, the he's like, "Oh, I, I never told anybody that." Well, first of all, I'm pretty sure had this happened on a mission, it would be in files somewhere. Like you don't just have somebody right. on your mission but disappear. He never, he never told his friend Jason Isaacs or DJ, I guess. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> but so okay. Let's say you never told anyone, even though obviously people would know. Right. Why does that mean the ship knows you? You could have hallucinated. So what that you never... T- so, you know what? I may have never told my house some random memory <laughs> from years ago, but if I have a dream about it, I'm not going to assume that the house is haunted and making me relive things. I'm going to assume I'm going crazy. Yeah, but I think they kind of explain that a little bit when he first sees the guy with the fire coming out of the pit of oily liquid that the wormhole thing is in that um that was later though because no i think no 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 that that happens pretty early no, on because he was talking about he was talking about this after he heard his old friend like calling out to him no and then it saw, was later he saw that the guy had. on fire pretty early on in the movie Mm-mm. and he says i felt the heat it wasn't a hallucination because it's because that was when sam neil was like in the little corridor and he had his own little hallucination while he was trying to fix the stuff that yeah. was like the middle of the movie but not that was before i don't think so I don't think so. All right. I only saw it once, and I don't feel the need to see it again. But. Well, I feel like I've seen it more than you, so I my Yeah, but you were so busy I... cowering in a corner <laughs> because it was so terrifying. So, yeah. So, I back to the gratuitous thing. I didn't find it, because I've seen lots of other movies where the horror is just laughable and silly, and I felt like in this movie it was well done. Oh, Okay. The stuff... I don't the, think... And, and I guess, again, I think gratuitous might be the wrong word because it's not... I don't have a problem with so much gore, mm-hmm. I have a problem with it seemingly being meaningless mm-hmm. and not having any real explanation or reason behind yeah. it, which is how a lot of it felt. I'm, try- I'm, not, I'm trying to think. So Alien's a great movie. Alien's a, another great movie. And it's a, a space movie, and at times it feels like it's moving kind of slow. And this movie, so much shit happens. So much shit happens. And it, it feels more like a horror movie than a space movie to me. The way that things move. It kind of reminds me of, um, was it 
it came out in the 90s also. Ghost Ship? It was a ghost <laughs> ship. <laughs> it was uh, one of the haunted houses. Uh, not the haunting of Hill House, but Just like another. Just the haunting? No, I don't know. Maybe. It, there were really bad special effects in it, and there were like faces coming out from the 13 wall. Ghost? Maybe. That's a great movie. Okay, well, we're not on the same page. <laughs> I love it. With Tony Shalhoub. Those kinds of things, Yes. That's They're, the movie okay. you're talking about, yeah. Those kinds of things I just think are terrible. They're just like, you're not scaring me, and it's not freakish in any way, and it's, it's just, Matthew I don't Lillard. know. It's, and I love Matthew Lillard. I do. Um, scream without a paddle. Mm. Totally all about it, mm-hmm. but, but. But. Lilo Tony Shalhoub. So it would, okay, that's yeah. just, the, you know, this yeah. movie's not but, for me. No, I, I hear you that it reminded you of that. I think, truthfully, if I was going to define your taste, in, I would say you're not a, a fan of horror. Real, like, like, horror in the way that I would... I am a fan of moody horror. Like, I need... Like The Exorcist. Exactly. I need the mood behind it. So I need The Shining. The Exorcist, um, The Shining, uh, The Others. I think The Others is one of the best horror movies. You've seen The Orphanage, right? The Orphanage is great. Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Yeah. Although I feel like Pan's Labyrinth isn't really... like It's It's scary, but it's a fairy tale. But I need to be pulled in. I need to have... I need to have goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like, don't if I shy away or think something's gross or something like that. That's not scary to me. That's just me thinking something's gross. Yeah, you want to be creeped out. I need to be creeped out, and it needs to make sense for mm-hmm. me to be scared. Yeah, because I don't get scared of just boo. <laughs> like, I need, I need there to be a demon in a little girl's yeah. body, or I need there to be an actual presence, and the kind of presence that again would give me goosebumps, not the kind of presence that would throw me around the room by my hair. But. But there's a presence in this. I think they. I think they probably went too far in explaining some stuff in this one. That's where I feel like they maybe went. So I don't feel like they needed it to be. I think the problem, like an overarching problem I have with this too, is it feels like they're mixing mythologies. Oh, so for there's sure. the space yeah. mythology, and then there's hell. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be that the hell is this other dimension when you could choose from anything? You could make up your own hell-like world, and they kind of turned it into this but religious think, mythology. And I, it's, I, I don't. It I doesn't don't think that that was intentional. I think that that's it was intentional. They're though. human beings, and they how, were talking about how do they? But there's how do you describe a place that is how you would imagine hell to be? You would describe it as like a hell, right? I, well, okay, but I mean, even as far as the movie, they they were planning on it being symbolic of hell. They were talking about the um, the space that they go in to get to the power core, walking through that was supposed to symbolize Dante's right, circles sure. of hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there were different references. The, meat grinder. the guy was talking in Latin. <laughs> there were obvious religious undertones, and yet none of it actually made any sort of sense within the context of religion or the mythology of hell mm-hmm. because they were too busy being in outer space. Like, it, it was just, I just don't, it was weird and it didn't work for me. I feel like it didn't mesh. <laughs> it just didn't, didn't, didn't work. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. It moves super fast. I, I want, I love some of the shots in this movie. When Sam Neill is crawling through those corridors um, and it's all lit up and the, like the green, the funky green, you didn't like that? No, here's the thing about that. I loved that. All I could think when he was in there was, that place looks cozy. <laughs> I, I really wanted to go in there. I don't like small spaces, so I didn't like that he even crawled in there. Oh, see, I didn't. I felt like it wasn't super small, like he could get away easily. And I did think about that for a moment because you know something's going to come out. And I was like, but really, would I be okay with being in there if something did come after me? Mm-hmm. And then I realized, you know what? I'm not good on my feet anyway. It's I'd probably have a better chance scurrying away on all fours and regardless. Something There's something about that. I, it happens in Aliens, too, um, where it's you're in, in a spaceship 
a big fucking spaceship in space where there's like all like it's the space you're out in space it's space sure. but you're in these tiny confined yeah spaces on a ship that i hate that i hate it terrorizes me mm-hmm. i don't like it at all um i the meat grinder that leads over to the core the core itself i think all of those were practical effects and the meat grinder thing was even it was hard for them to film i think you probably read this online too hard for them to film hard for like Larry Fishburne to like run through because you like lose your bearings and I've been through um the, the haunted house here yeah, locally yeah. That well and as soon as he the stopped end, there as soon as Justin stopped there mm-hmm. in the very beginning I was like oh hell don't walk through there mm-hmm. man you're just gonna get dizzy yeah but um it felt a little stargatey a little bit yeah mm-hmm. yeah well I mean it does create a gateway right mm-hmm. the, and I liked um the bit where they're asking him to explain what exactly it is that he built. Of course, after they've already traveled 56 days to mm-hmm. this outer rings of Neptune or whatever. Which is another reason why perhaps you should have had introductions before. <laughs> but I love the the demonstration with the piece of paper, like folding space time and like poking a hole through it. Which was really the only thing that made any sort of scientific sense at all. But does it make sense? I'm, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. Does to I, an extent, I, depending on how you uh, think of space time. Because yeah. I, I do believe that... Um, Theoretically, but the fact time that travel he, is possible. But the fact that he created his own black hole with right. that thing? Come on, man. So was he... Was he... Did he know all the time that this was going to happen? Because he's having these nightmares about his wife back on this other ship that's orbiting Earth. In this space station that Which was orbiting Earth. Which is interesting because I feel like I kept waiting for there to be something more about his wife. Like... He wanted to create a tear in space and time so that he could go back in time to save Ooh. his wife. That was what I kept anticipating happening. Interesting. And, I mean, if that was his goal, of course we didn't get it because he turned into some kind of creepy seal-like naked cut-up creature at the end. Did you just refer to the musician Seal? The singer? No, not Seal-like Seal. Seal-like, like, slick like a seal. Oh. Or a sea lion. Oh. For a second I was upset for Seal that you were making fun of his scarred up face. No, I love Seal. I'm not going to make fun of him. <laughs> The other... The animal. (laughs) I didn't... His name, Dr. Weir. I don't like that word, Weir. Weir? I don't like it as a name. And maybe I don't like it because of this movie, but I have beef with it. There's so many things about this movie that I don't like. I don't like the fact that, uh, what's her face, Julie Richardson? Uh Well, I don't like the fact that she's in it anyway, because I think she's a terrible, terrible actress. But I don't like the fact that her name is Stark. Like, Tony Stark? (laughs) I mean, I know there's a C in there, but still, that pissed me off. I love the shot of, so, okay, the blood, when the tanks and stuff start filling up with blood and then it comes gushing down... That has to be an homage to the elevators in The Shining, right? But it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why did it happen? Where is the blood coming from? It doesn't make any sense. But that shot of her at the end after um, Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill get sucked into the black hole and she's just kind of looking out the window and she's like all kind of crusty and bloody and she just says, what's his name? What's Captain Miller? She just says Miller in a little British accent. It was dumb. And that's just kind of the end. It's dumb. And yeah. It was dumb, but I liked it. I liked that shot. I liked the way she delivered the line. I thought it was good. All right. Well. <clears throat> so who who do you think had the worst? And I'd say you can count Justin in this case, too, because who knows if he's going to live. So he's in the airlock, and he goes out into space. And that They didn't put him into any kind of decompression chamber. No, they didn't. No. So he's dead. You think, okay, so let's say <laughs> I'm he's dead. We'll say he's dead. And then... Um, DJ, Jason Isaac's character dies, and the lady who has the son, the doctor, she dies, and then um, who else dies? Well, Sam Neill. Sam Neill and Larry Fishburne. 
So who got it worse? So honestly, I think the pilot who blew up, his death was quick. But the fact when he mm, when he mm. found the bomb and, and then he Cooper. looked at it, yes, no, and, not Cooper, no, He's not Cooper. Um, he was um, I can't remember his name, but yes, that guy. I love that guy. Yeah, I know. And but that moment when he figured out what he was sees, from, when he sees the bomb and he just gets this look on his face, like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> and I think that was that was the only kind of human <laughs> moment I saw in he, any of them. He was wonderful. I loved that he was looking for the um, he was looking for the device. He was like. Oh God damn it! And he's like gonna find it, tearing the place apart. That's so excited because he actually did find yeah, it. Yeah, and then like, he three seconds. Like, yeah, that was a great death. I thought. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that was the most uh, emotional and real. I think as far as what would have been the most painful, well, JD, you know, come on. Oh, it's DJ. It's DJ. <laughs> Whatever. When they slice it's a stupid it, name. Anyway. Slice open his chest. I can't call him DJ. That's Full House. That's it a is. teenage. It girl. is. It's a weird name. Jason Isaacs, who's great. Mm-hmm died the most horrifically very sexy voice very sexy accent he's the best i i was watching the west wing the other day he's in the west wing well he had a quick little arc like in season five Hmm. i just love him anyway he's hot he's probably the most painful i do think as far as visually um and not really shocking but so to speak shockingly Mm -hmm. uh what's her face um the mom the mom mama bear what is her name the actress. I fucking can't remember. Quinlan? Kathleen Quinlan. Yeah. 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 I think hers was good. Like you didn't really mm-hmm. expect it. And then. And then she just goes just, and falls. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering. I do feel like it was a bit much. I don't think she fell from that far. Like I'm pretty sure people have fallen 10 or 20 stories and not quite exploded like she did. <laughs> but. Yeah. I am. Um... So there's a ship and it's got, there's just so so many things. So there's a, a clock, like a countdown to them running out of oxygen. And even at the end there, when the lady dies, she's running, she's running, she's out of breath. And then Sam Neill comes back into the room with the core. He's running out of breath because he sees her body. They're all kind of gasping for air because they're running out of oxygen. I thought that that was a really good. Well, and at that point they wouldn't have had any anyway, right? Because they were already running out and then they sucked all of the air out of mm-hmm. the ship, which somehow they managed to still survive i sure also magnetic boots <laughs> like these boots can keep you attached in outer space that's how strong the magnets are and yet you're still able to walk in them i can still pick up my feet really i just don't that strong Lizzie, Lawrence Fishburne. you're not an astronaut you've never been in space neither have those people you don't know you don't know the first thing you're you don't know the thing that you're talking about i know these, plenty <laughs> you don't know where i've been you're you've been to space you yeah, maybe oh okay you don't know do you know what happened? To- I have an irrational fear of aliens. It's entirely possible that that fear has come from being abducted at some point in the past. Do you know? Do you know what happened to the Event Horizon? Um. Well, it went to this mysterious hell dimension. So, I really liked Lawrence Fishburne in this movie, and I am not a big fan of him. I can't even think of what else I've seen him in. I mean, all the Matrix movies, that's I don't that's give a him. shit about the Matrix. Oh my god! And you know, I love Keanu, but I don't give a shit about the Matrix. You're the worst. I don't think I've even seen two and three. I just don't even care. It's boring. It's stupid. No, it's, it's not. I don't, it's dumb. I don't, no, it's, it's dumb. Not. It's dumb. You know what's better than the Matrix? Existence. Okay, existence, first of all, existence is paused. Existence is great, <laughs> and we should force everyone, definitely everyone should be forced to watch it. And you will have to force people to watch it. Uh-huh. Um, but 
Come on, man. Seriously? Don't like, care you about won't... it. Don't give a shit about the Matrix. Just because you're living in it. Guess so. Um, but I really liked him in this movie. I liked that he's kind of stone cold. All these people stay very calm. I mean, some of the some of them lose their minds a little bit, but he's just like, he knows exactly what to do. He follows through. He's not, he gets a little creeped out, but not fully creeped out. I love that he keeps his head, because that's kind of the opposite of what usually happens in these kinds of things. Like, people kind of, I guess not, though. He's supposed to be a military guy, right? He's supposed to be this yeah. cool-headed rescue ship captain. Um, and I thought it, I thought it was good. It was a good look on him. <laughs> I feel like that's just probably just him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I liked, a, I liked a lot of his dialogue. I liked the way he delivered it. Um, I would say that, in my humble opinion, there was very little dialogue in this movie that I enjoyed. <laughs> I loved it! I just thought it was all pretty terrible. So, like, they watch um, they watch that scene from the ship's log. They all watch it. And then the very next second, Miller's like, we're leaving. <laughs> and Weir's like, no, no! And, he's like, and they get into that argument about whether they're going to leave. And he's like, fuck this ship. It's great! So, okay. Here, okay. <laughs> you've accepted the fact, and I, I realize this didn't happen in that exact instance, but mm-hmm. you've accepted the fact that this ship is, if not haunted, or, or if not alive, haunted at the very least. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's just kind of bought into that. This ship is alive, and it wants to keep you and kill what you and it? drag you down to hell. Neil, Sam Neil says something about, she's not going to let us leave. She's not going to let us leave. It, it sounds like he's talking about a dinosaur in Jurassic Park. <laughs> it does. Yeah. So you've accepted this fact, mm-hmm. and your response, and you know that it's like a like bad news bear situation, right? Like mm-hmm. you're you're scared Things of the ship, fucked. or mm-hmm. you wouldn't be leaving. And your response is to, whilst on the ship, talk about it being a fucked up place that you're going to destroy. Mm-hmm. You think that's smart? Do you really think that's smart because to the piss ship- off the big bully? Because the ship knows, yeah. or to piss off Weir. Well, I guess either, but really, I'm not afraid of old man body Weir, but I- the ship. I just still keep wondering about him and whether he knew what was going to happen and was alone. I don't know. I I keep thinking about that. I feel like they planted seeds of, even in the beginning, there there were things that he was obviously keeping from them. Yes. So they planted all of these seeds and nothing ever came to fruition. Mm -hmm. Because you don't really know if he actually knew about any of this or he just got turned in the same way that everybody else started buying in. Um. Which I just hate. I hate that. I'm not saying you have to explain everything to me in movies, but mm-hmm. you have to you have to bring stuff together in some manner. And I don't feel like in the end anything came together other than, okay, so there was a ship, and it was out in space, but there was a black hole, and then it went to hell, and then it killed people. So that's, that's Event Horizon, right? I just, there, that's Event and Horizon. And I still... I didn't, I feel like I googled what is an event horizon. It's, it's like the, the edge of the black is, hole, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, it, it makes me sad that you don't <laughs> appreciate this movie just for what it is. What is it? So, it's this great kind of time capsule of a 90s space movie. It's got all of these kind of things that I think of when I think of 90s space movies, like that stupid movie Armageddon or Deep Impact, or other... There was no asteroid. Yes, there were... Both mean? of those movies are about no, asteroids no, no, no. coming but, to Earth. But the kinds of things that happen when people are on spaceships, um, or in space... They were never in space in Deep Impact. Yeah, you, you, you see the astronauts. Ron El... Ron... Ron... What's his name? Ron Elder? Ron Ellard? Ellard? 
Well, he, if he was, it was barely yeah, anything because it was mostly about people on Earth. Because they drive their ship into the asteroid to save everybody in Deep Impact, and they all make a joke about how they're all going to be. They're going to have elementary schools named after them. You don't remember that? No. You need. You haven't seen Deep Impact enough. I haven't. That is likely accurate. I love that movie. Um, it's Elijah Wood, right? Yeah, and it's way better than Armageddon. No, I like Armageddon. Really? Yeah, I'm a fan. Oh, fuck. It made me laugh. The whole like animal cracker scene. no i would fast forward through that every and time. that movie that stupid aerosmith or that movie that song that aerosmith song i don't have a problem with the song i have a problem with that scene but i don't have a problem with the song you I know like you know i like ben affleck in goodwill hunting okay. i hate him when he is batman or well, the guy in armageddon batman. like anytime he needs to play you just hate him in the <sighs> no, town i He's honestly, he's not the highlight of the I town anyway. I've seen the town all the way through. Jeremy Renner owns the town, so. As I have heard. Yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah. I just, there's, on top of it having a big effect on me the first time I watched it, watching it again, I was still scared by it. And I did, I What pre- scared you? Like, what, I mean, are there parts that scared you? Dude, I listened to all the things that scared me earlier on. Like, the fucking... Clip the voice, Liberate May or whatever. Oh yeah, the scary clip. But I mean, on the, if you think of that in terms of so, so, there's that creepy voice on playback versus what was done with the Exorcist. It feels like a cheap trick in Event Horizon, whereas it actually really works in the Exorcist. Do you know what I mean? I hear it in the Exorcist, mm-hmm. and first of all, that's the first place, so I, I feel like they're kind of trying to rip it off, mm-hmm. um, which already irritates me a little mm-hmm. bit. But they're also in trying to rip it off. It still wasn't really creepy, and it still didn't really work. There is no reason why... First of all, why does this guy even know Latin? Do you know who knows Latin? <laughs> Nobody. Catholic priests yeah. and lawyers. Those yeah. are the only people who know Latin. I think so, doctors probably know. Why would doctors know No. Catholic priests and Biologists? lawyers. And Latin teachers. Okay. So unless this guy had a career before he joined the Air Force <laughs> as a Catholic priest, a lawyer, or a Latin teacher, I don't know how he could have known Latin to begin with. Let alone how he knew it so well. So he just knows things. (laughs) I mean, he's Irish. Maybe he's Catholic. So we don't ever really... to pick it out, too. Like, it was just a jumble of stuff. I know. His his character was the one I feel like we... I did... He... I wanted to know more about him. Like, and I guess he was supposed to have had a surgery or something when he was a kid. And then when they ask him why he's there, what does he say? Trauma? Like yeah. I don't even yeah, know what that means. Yeah, really... Like, I don't even know what that and means. And then they kind of laugh, which like, seems cruel. I feel like he's the ship shrink. Like, I feel like that's who he's supposed to be. He's the shrink. Well, he's not very good at it. And the part where he just all of a sudden, like, kind of freaks out and holds the scalpel <laughs> to the guy. Oh! This! Okay. What the hell are all of those medical tools just doing lying? There was, like, a manual bone saw. <laughs> just laid out. Just laying yeah. out there. Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> what kind of ship is this? And they had never done anything. He even said that when he first arrived in medical, he was like, oh, this looks like his place is clean. It's never been used. No casualties. Yeah. But they just have scalpels and bones all he said it was laying a, about. He said it was a tomb. And uh, then he yeah, got scared yeah, by yeah. the hand or the glove floating around. Yeah. 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 I, I think, too, the video, the clip from the ship's log, the thing about that that really bothers me is that it's... It's such a small, like, few seconds, and it could be real. And they're very disturbing images. They are disturbing images. Really and I, dis- 
disturbing. I think, again, things like that really, really get to me. My problem with, me. with that was that there wasn't more of it. And there doesn't need to be. I feel like that was just enough of it. But the, I, so maybe it's just the analytical side of me that I'm, I'm thinking like, I saw somebody chewing. Points. Yeah, like I saw somebody chewing on somebody and I was like, wait, is that person actually eating another person? <laughs> Hold on, hit pause. I need to investigate to see. Yeah. So <laughs> is the, he actually digging his own eyes out? But that's strange. Let me see more. That, that gives me the fucking willies. And. So you wouldn't dig I've, your own I've eyes read like stories on creepypasta where th- fucked up things have happened similar to that. Maybe not that, but like people doing fucked up things mm. and not even having seen it, just reading it just terrifies me so you're not a fan of like the human centipede <laughs> oh i will never watch that movie no <laughs> no just the thought of it makes me ill um so yeah i so i think that's what it is it seemed it's it was very i thought well done that little clip mm. um felt real and was just really fucked up and that really fucked me up and i was you know what 18 19 i hadn't seen a lot of horror movies in my life um and even now having seen all the horror movies that i have seen yeah, I mean, you said it still scared you. For last whatever time. reason, this movie scared the shit out of me, and it's, and I think I can nail it down to that in particular. There's lots of other really fucked up things that happened. Like, again, baby bear in the airlock. I hated that bit. Mm. Um, and then, um, you know, the Jason Isaacs death. Um, those things really creep me out. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, I, Green Inferno. I went going into that. I knew it was going to be about cannibals eating people, and I knew there was going to be lots of blood and gore going. I don't think going into this movie that I was going to encounter. I didn't think I was going to encounter those kind of things. You thought it would be like I don't know, aliens more like or alien something. or something like that. So I think that was another part of it that I didn't expect it to happen. And so when it did, I was just not mentally prepared. Because if I know it's going to happen, I can hide my eyes or you know, like I didn't. I didn't watch. All, like I, there were definitely parts of Green Inferno where I looked away. Hmm. Um, and it's hard for me. I have to tell myself it creeps me out so much. I have to tell myself it's not real. That's interesting. Yeah. What? You've no, never I've... looked away from a movie? You've never hid your eyes? You never... I, like, gore stuff really doesn't bother me. I mean, I shouldn't say that. That sounds... That makes me sound like a sociopath. But, I mean, it's never... I guess I, I am able to recognize that it's not real. Maybe. Or maybe I am a sociopath. Maybe. I don't know. I just... Yeah. It freaked me the fuck out. And it still mm. does. So. Fair enough. And there's, there are things in it that are silly and funny, and I do think the scene with him and his wife where she's naked and holding him to her chest is hilarious, and some of the lines that people say are really dumb and stupid, and um, Jack knows where they even being in this. I, I can't remember what else he was, he must have been in a video or something in the 90s. Like He was I'm, in Alive. That's like the one thing that I remember Okay, he from. was in Alive. I just... I love that movie. I always thought of him as the poor man's Bon Jovi. He's not a good actor. No. He's not that attractive. You know what else he's in? Idle Hands. He plays the shitty guy who drives around the monster truck. Was he? Yeah, uh-huh. <gasps> I yeah. haven't seen that movie in so long. It's a long. great movie. Um, so yeah, I, it makes, it bums me out. <laughs> you know, I didn't expect you to like it. And I figured you would see a lot more dumb stuff than I recognized. And in fairness, I'm seeing this now, you know, 20 years. 30 years? Wait, 20 years. Wait. 1997? Oh. 2007? 2017, 25? Not 25. 20. 2017? It's like 22 years. This is 20 years old. Ouch. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> seeing it a lot later. So I think there are things that I'm able to... Th- things that look sillier because to me. Because movies are more sophisticated now
And it definitely was very 90s in a lot of ways. I love that. I love No, I mean, I here's the thing. I love it with things that I've seen in the 90s that I can kind of harken back to, mm-hmm. you know, that put me back in that mm-hmm. place. But it's pretty rare that I'll see a movie from the 80s or 90s for the first time and not think that not this is an old movie. I have a little bit, exactly, have yeah. a little bit of a time issue with it. I feel like maybe Jurassic Park is one of the only ones. Even even animated movies now are so much more sophisticated than they were they back are. then. Yeah. Um, but if you think about watching um, like Cinderella or Snow White, which were made so long ago. Snow White is really old animation. Yeah. Cinderella's not as bad, but yeah, Snow White. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. yeah. Those are older ones. Alice in Wonderland. But yeah, I... To me, it felt like they could make it today and it would still be. So like the scene where um, Lawrence Fishburne is like the, this, it was the moment where um, it's kind of the final standoff. No, 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 not the final standoff. It's before, so Weir's gouged out his own eyes and he's telling him, you know, where we're going, you don't need eyes to see. And he's pointing like a gun wherever the fuck that came from. Right. Well, <laughs> I was like, he has especially a gun? considering that. Lawrence Fishburne had a gun when he walked into the room, and then he, like, decided to set it down to break open some smelling salts. The <laughs> to, space smelling salts. To bring salts. Exo Stark back. Right. It's funny, too, while I was watching it, Ch- Chance the Rapper hosted Saturday Night Live last weekend. Did you watch it? No. They, uh, they did a, it was, like, a promo for a movie about, um, people going into space, and it was about, like, just, you can't make a mistake in space, because if you do, everything's fucked. Well, like, yeah. Mistakes in space. That's all. It was really funny. And that's all I could think about this entire movie was mistakes in space. Um, yeah, because let's be real. There was no way they were ever going to get back no, with that ship. No, he no. was out there like nailing parts to it. <laughs> that doesn't work on your car. There's like let alone foam a sealant on, yeah. the, on the edges. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm sure. It can withstand. Yeah, it can withstand space. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, so, so they're having this, not the final standoff, but the standoff where they're on the bridge. P.S., why do they call it the bridge? Do you know? Um, no. I mean, no. Just really <laughs> I was thinking about that. I never that. really thought about Why it. Why do they call it the bridge? Because it overlooks everything? It must be a ship's term. Well, yeah, I guess. Like a ship ship. Oh, you mean like a... Like, <laughs> like a not a spaceship. Like a boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so... Do I look like a seaman to you? <laughs> seaman all over St. Charles. Um, so... They're having this moment, and he, like, gets out the gun, because Weir's like, no, you know, we're blah, blah, blah. And then somebody shows up. Who is it? Oh, is it Cooper? Cooper shows up. He comes. He's made it all the way back. Right. To the window. Right. And then the window gets shot out, and the whole ship and everything is getting sucked out, and there's this long moment where the, they're getting sucked out, you know, and uh, and I think Weir does get sucked all the way out, but then the ship brings him back later. But Lawrence Fishburne, not a small guy, is being blown with air so hard that he's hanging on and his legs are flying out behind him. Those are practical effects. That's pretty cool. I don't think there was a green screen. Like, that was just him getting blown with a lot of air and it lifted him off of off of his feet. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. You wouldn't see that anymore. There would be a fucking green screen and some bullshit. I don't know. Some wires and shit. Maybe. You weren't thinking about that? No. Like, all the blood gushing down or the red water or whatever it was, those oh, were all... red water. I just Crazy don't think you effects. have respect for the people who put in the hours of effort that it required to costume these actors, make up them up, you know... Make up them up? <laughs> make them up. Like, I have, sets. I have respect for Rick Baker. Okay? <laughs> Best makeup artist of the 80s and 90s when it did comes to the, gore and horror Did he do the films. makeup from the Thriller video? 
Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know who Rick Baker is. Oh, anyway, shit. I have oh, respect shit. for real people. Oh, okay. But, and you know what? Honestly, there might have been great people on this film. <laughs> but. <laughs> I, uh. Fuck you! It's great! Go ship in space! <laughs> It is not ghost ship in space. It is. It Everything is. is ghost ship. Everything can come Everything. back. Goes back to ghost ship. I cannot wait <laughs> to watch whatever it is that we're doing next week, so that I can delineate all the ways that it's like ghost ship. Look, man, I like bad movies. It's a part. It's it's in my DNA. It is. I love them. And there are certain bad movies that I love too. I can watch Dude Where's My Car all day long, <laughs> all day, every day. But this didn't do it for me. All right. Well. It's still scary to me. It's not maybe not as scary as the first time I saw it, but I don't think that I will ever probably watch it again. Oh, I me was either. Yeah, <laughs> nervous about watching it again. Um, but if somebody, if people ask me, I tell them like they should watch this movie. It's fucking terrifying, and if you know you're not a total dick about it, you just sit back and enjoy the ride. You will have a good time, and you will be scared. <laughs> That's a thought. Yeah. And on a final note, Sam Neill's a weirdo, and I can never think of him as anything but Dr. Weir again. Um, forget oh. Dr. Grant. Can he only play doctors in movies? Is that... I mean, it's kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He will never be looking fellow. He will never be Dr. Grant to me again. Like, I, I did watch Jurassic Park. He will always be Grant to me. He's, always. He's great in that movie, but after this, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> His weird body, yeah. the the tearing out of the eyes, the voice, the whole thing. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if somebody wanted to dress like him for Halloween and really scare me, like, I'd be Ooh. into it. You'd be into I'd it? I'd be into it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. I, do, I, I don't follow him on Twitter, but he does. He has a pretty active Twitter, and he's... I don't even... Like, what are the things that he's done lately? I don't know. I don't know that he does a whole lot. It seems to me he lives on a farm, and he hangs out with a lot of animals. Oh, I thought he was doing a lot of stage he work. He has, like, a beard. Because he used to do stage work. Maybe he is. I'm sure he's living somewhere, some farm in Britain, goes and... So he's, like, the... First of all, he's Australian, but you think he okay, lives maybe. on a farm in Britain? <laughs> maybe he lives in Australia. <laughs> you think that he's, like, the... Uh... Maybe he's Australian. I don't... Maybe he's British. I don't fucking know. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> he's out there somewhere. Yeah. Living his life. The movie virgins. Hey people, this is Leah. I just wanted to say thanks for listening. As always, um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. We would love it if you would find us on your preferred listening platform. Subscribe and give us a review. And you can find us on Twitter at Movie Virgins Pod. We would love to hear from you, whether you loved it or hated it or whatever it. One more thing. The music in this episode was written and performed by Melissa Powers. Legends.